given day, there are around 300 active serial killers within the U.S. Most of them work alone. But there's one who's different. Charismatic. Cunning. He's been busy collecting followers to carry out his deadly plans. I've seen what he's capable of, but my choice is simple. I'll do whatever it takes to stop him and everyone who follows in his footsteps. It starts with Chuck and Josh to every show. All right, welcome to What to Watch Podcast, episode 27. Uh, two guys watching too much TV. I'm your host, Chris, and joining me as always is... Jeremiah, are you sure this is not the stuff you should know? Because I was thinking maybe I was on the wrong podcast. No, I was listening to those two, <laughs> and I was like, wow, it sounds like Kevin Bacon is trying to track, check, uh, track down Josh and Chuck here. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. yes, we uh, finally have some new shows to watch. It's kind of mid-season replacement. Is that about what time it is? I guess that's what they're calling it now, I suppose. Mm. But, they I mean, they, you know, we've talked a little bit about this, I think, in the past. But television has changed so much now. I think there is a real push for all the networks to have some New kind of a major premium shows. Right. I mean, they mm. used to be just kind of the filler junk shows now. But it, it they starting to really produce pretty good stuff. Uh, for the uh, winter release, I guess we call it a winter release. It's, it's winter time, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, a bunch of stuff that's out, and we actually have uh, two already we can cover. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. the following being the one that's on the big network, and right. uh, the other one is not. But uh, on the Science Channel. So. Yeah. So we're kind of covering two big, ba- uh, two major bases or. Here with one being a network show and one not, but yeah, there's and there's a bunch more ones that me and you, Chris, there can are. cover. Yes. Now, um, you suggested the following, mm-hmm. and I had never seen any promos, so you know oh, really? when I okay. kind of yeah, I don't know if it's just because I don't watch that channel when they air the stuff or what, mm-hmm. but when I heard the premise, I was like, oh, the following must refer to Kevin Bacon following this killer trying to catch him, mm-hmm. but then I'm like. Wait, they caught him already. How's this going to be a show? And then, you know, you kind of, as about the middle of the episode, you figure out following means his followers. Mm, right. The serial killer's followers and, and the crimes they're going to commit. So, because I, I was wondering, I was like, how is this going to, is this going to be like the fugitive, you know, where it's just one guy? But no, it, they kind of gave a little twist to it. Also, it was nice at the end of the show, they said, Hey, this thing's going to run 14 episodes long every week. You don't have to worry about it getting canceled, essentially, which was nice. That's true. Yeah, that is nice. That is true. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting concept, don't you think, uh, that they're doing? I mean, at least I thought it was yes. kind of mean. I thought it was very good. Um, 
I always like Kevin Bacon. Um, me too. Me too. You know, uh, in you, most of the stuff. Overall, I mean, well, first of all, my overall feelings with the show was was very very positive uh, from the first episode. Uh, very intense. Uh, it's created by Kevin Williamson, which. For most people that, and I am not a big fan of horror films necessarily, but Kevin right. is is probably well more known for his creation of the Scream series. Uh, but he primarily that's what he's he's really into. You know, he's really into the scary stuff. And this show, you can tell, uh, definitely follows in those footsteps. It's got a very it's eerie, very gory. creepy, gory yes feel to it. That's for sure. This is not a show for the faint of heart, right, Chris? No, I watched this alone because <laughs> I knew uh, my wife would not enjoy watching this with me. So I was like, right. oh, she's at work. I'm just going to watch it right now. Mm-hmm. She's not going to get mad if I get rid of it off the DVR. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I <laughs> agree with you. I know what you mean. Uh, my wife will not be watching the following. I can promise you that. I, I don't know how I even got her to watch Dexter. And then when she does watch it, I think I mentioned to you about this, she will not watch it in the evening. She has to watch it during the day. So she usually scrambles to watch it on, like, you know, the following week on a Saturday or something. It just freaks her out. And I, I think as soon as she finds out that this is another show about a serial killer, uh, she's not. She's gonna multiple be serial killers. Yourself. Yeah, they. Well, this is good. This is actually a very good point. Yeah, you're right. It's multiple serial killers. Um, I think, as far as the cast is concerned, uh, I was yeah, a bit a bit surprised. We got some pretty uh, decent names in here. Not not to mention, of course, the star Kevin Bacon. Right. Has he? He's really. Has he ever done television? I started just now thinking about that. I don't even know. Other than like probably when he was starting. The acting once yeah. he hit you know like the 80s and became this big name and stuff i i don't remember seeing him in anything he's always on TV. Prim- yeah you're right he's primarily always been a film guy mm. uh, i don't think he's ever really been known to do any television so this might especially any kind of a big show like you said he's i think he had done a lot of uh in and out uh, uh you know scenes where or uh what am i trying to say um cameos and stuff maybe right. but not as far as a show in fact i'm looking at his imd page right now and it looks like the last time he was in a series uh was guiding light <laughs> he has in i think it looks like he was in seven episodes of guiding light he played a character for that so he did some daytime television uh but going through his list um let's see american playhouse he had a little small stint in there frazier he was in one episode of frazier played a character named he- Vic. I think he just provided a voice for that one, but I remember okay. some episode where like the sitcom characters were like found out where either he lived or he moved in next door, and uh-huh. they thought he was so cool. And then like um, remember those like Directv ads where it's like Kevin Bacon, he's watching his own movies and he's talking about okay. how great he is, and he's <laughs> knitting like a Kevin Bacon sweater or something. Okay, and it right. was one of those things like. You want a picture, huh? And he's got like a cardboard cutout of himself in the house, and mm-hmm. it's like, let me guess, you're gonna ask me to dance? It's okay. I get a lot of that. He's like, no, no. He was just trying to escape the house. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So I guess you know. I guess we're right, man. I'm. I'm he, I don't think he's done much television as far no. as, and especially something like this. This is pretty. Uh, you know, pretty serious role. He's. He's the star of the show here, so yes. he's going to have to commit to quite a bit. I mean, it looks like they've already committed to 10 episodes for sure, I believe. Or was it more than that? That was 14. Oh, was it 14? Okay. Might have been like, you know, 
because the first one we watched was a little bit longer, that counted as two. So you have a certain amount left. But uh, I I got sucked into it. At first, I was just like, hmm. But the longer it went on, the better or more drawn in I got. Mm-hmm. Very intense. Lots of uh, big time. It's definitely a thriller show. That's mm-hmm. for sure. It's going to. Oh, definitely. I'm sure every episode is going to have you on the seat of your, you know, on the edge of your seat yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, and it was fascinating. You know, I kind of was just like yourself. I, I was watching it, and you starts off with him being, he, you know, this guy, this serial killer, escapes from prison by killing a bunch of these guards, and he's on the run. But then you start thinking, okay, so is this where it's going to happen? But then he, he gets captured. And then you start, like you said, you start putting together and you realize, oh, okay, so the whole show is going to be basically about his followers. Mm-hmm. Which, in, I mean, I guess it's kind of a – well, at first I was thinking, well, shoot, we'll just make keep the guy from being able to talk to anybody. But I guess the damage has already been done because they kind of hinted in the pilot here that he's been talking to all these people online or whatever for a long time. And he's already got these people all set in place. That I could do all his dirty work. Is that kind of where you picked up that too? Yeah, from his plot? definitely. Um, like again, you know, he he managed to get uh, online in prison because um, he could use the library, but like he got through their firewall and mm-hmm. you know just uh, correspondence. He had a lot of visitors, you know, like hundreds of visitors, and so he kind of he really does have like this following. He's he's like almost like a cult leader essentially to these people so yeah the funny part was is he's a he was a uh, literature teacher if i'm right. correct before he you know got caught and uh, now he's uh, apparently a hacker and professional uh, a hacker <laughs> computers as well because like you said he's breaking through firewalls and stuff <laughs> boy i tell you what you can learn a lot in prison so chris you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the only thing that kind of irked me a little was the movie logic of like, let's not look in anyone's car. Cause he, no one looked in as he drove out of prison. No yeah. one, uh, looked as the, like the neighbors drove off with the kid kidnapped victim. Mm-hmm. No one looked when Kevin Bacon stole that car. You know, it's just like, I guess no one cares who's in the car. They just drive off. <laughs> Well, I guess yeah, yeah. We <laughs> movie logic, so it's you just movie go logic, with it. exactly. I mean, this uh, this happens all the time. Lots of convenient writing, but uh, it's just it's part of telling a story, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. I th- also see. So I'm, I'm not really familiar with this James before who plays Joe, the serial killer. Right. Um, I had a, I was, you know, I was looking at his bio and stuff. He's not in a, a lot of stuff that I'm super familiar with. Uh, but he was pretty, pretty good. He was pretty creepy, isn't he? Yeah. He also reminded me of someone that's like, does he just do movies? Cause like he's somewhat familiar, but not really. Yeah. It looks, uh, let's see some of his claims he's known for being in resident evil, uh, Solomon Kane, John Carter and a Knight's tale. That's the first ones they list as far as him being, uh, kind of well known for. Uh, but he's done a lot of television, though. Let's see, he's done some epi- uh, episodes of the show episodes. I guess he plays a character, a, a returning character on that show. Uh, let's see, he's did a couple spots for that new show, Revenge, and that's only been out for a short period of time. So yeah, he's had some, he's done some television. Uh, Injustice, Camelot, 
so yeah, he's got. You have to go. He's done more of uh, Rome. I mean, so he's done some acting uh, for television. So he's not completely new to the television world. Kind of like unlike Kevin Bacon, who clearly hasn't done a lot of television. Right. Uh, let's see. That's Sean Ashmore. He's the guy from uh, X Files or X Men, right? Plays yes. Iceman or whatever. Or... Mm-hmm. Okay, I recognize him. He's very young. Kind of. I like him too. I like right. him too. So um, not uh, not a bad cast, really. It's not a bad no. cast at all. And as we've seen, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. In the first episode, you know, it's like, oh, that's kind of a big name actress. They would never. Oh well, they did. So yeah. you know, I don't think anyone is safe in this show. No, I think you're right. I think it it could be a lot like. Uh, I don't want to say Dexter. Dexter doesn't it just a lot, but you know, there's going to be probably a lot of people that will play cameos that will probably get killed. Yeah. So that'd be kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed uh, enjoyed the plot. I think it's a very interesting idea. Uh, and uh, I, I think I will stick with it and see how it goes. And uh, I think this is a show that I would not be surprised to see if it does, it does well. There's a lot of people that love creepy things, you know. And uh, as long as it doesn't get flat or dull at any point, which I really don't see how it could... Uh, I mean, the sky's the limit if you want to, as far as how many different followers he could have. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Even if some of the ones that we see right now uh, eventually gets caught or captured or killed, they'll just come up with some more. Oh, here's some other ones he was uh, secretly meeting with, you know? So, you know, who knows how far that can go. Yes. Um, So I would say I'm going to give it... Three stars, and maybe after the series has run its little course for the so many episodes, we'll see if it improves or goes down or up. Yeah, so. I was going to give it a three and a half, so it's, we're yeah. pretty much right in the same ballpark there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that definitely, like I said, I think as this goes on, it could be get even better. Who knows? But it's very good. And like I said, you're definitely, if you have a weak stomach— this is not a show for you. No. If you get freaked out at any point, uh, you're the kind of person who uh, can't watch a scary movie. You're probably not going to watch the following. <laughs> That's true. But one you can watch that fun for the whole family. Sure. Is Stuff You Should Know, mm-hmm. which is a podcast that's been turned into a TV show. Yeah. We can't get that deal. I know. So. Chris, we need to talk <laughs> to these guys. I know. We got to go to work for How Stuff Works. I guess so. Now, in all fairness, How Stuff Works is is one of the bigger podcasting Huge networks. Companies, it's, yeah. It's not. Uh, it's backed by uh, Discovery and everything. So it, it's you know, they they've got a lot more uh, pull than we do. <laughs> yes. So. But, um, well, and, what did you uh, what did you think about this concept of podcast made into a television show? What did you think? When they first mentioned that there was a TV show in the works, I was like. What is it going to be like? Because they could have gone in so many directions. You know, it's like mm-hmm. at one time I thought it was going to be just like them recording like almost like a little mini documentary each time, of like how they gather the stuff and them talking about it on the podcast and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then it, I heard it was like a sitcom. And I was like, are these guys just going to be like actors portraying Josh and Chuck? And then it was right. like them. And so they kind of split the middle where it's like. You know, a sitcom, like, random fake people are in it. Josh and Chuck are real, but, like, the guy with alien hand syndrome was an actor, you know, just pretend, pretending. 
but they mm-hmm. would give their facts on it as they went along in the episode. So you did learn some stuff. But I will say it's pretty much a commercial for the podcast because, like, the next episode they dropped was about alien hand syndrome again. This is, like, the third time they've done that subject. So, <laughs> Well, I only, I've only seen the first episode. Uh, mm-hmm. But now, first, I will, I will start off by saying, uh, Chris, and I don't know, I think, I, don't, I can't remember if you told me if you're not. But I will say I do not, believe it or not, I do not listen or watch on a regular basis the podcast. I uh, know mm-hmm. that's crazy to say since I know it's such a big podcast and it's probably something I probably would enjoy. But for some reason, I, I never did and I never checked it out. Uh, it's It has nothing to do against their, the guys and the subject matter because I'm sure there's probably a lot of stuff they would talk about that I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. I just never checked out their podcast. Now, I did recently, once once we, me and you had talked about covering this show, I, of course, said, oh, my goodness, I guess I need to actually listen to an episode of the podcast. Right. So I did subscribe to it and um, um, checked it out a little bit. And it's a good, you know, it's a very good podcast. I, lo- I love the concept uh, with all the different topics that they cover. Right. And it is just like two guys. They don't have PhDs. They are mainly, essentially, they were hired as writers, uh-huh. you know, for the site to write articles and stuff. And then... They, I guess, you know, had some chemistry together, and they got put on a podcast, and it kind of goes from there. Mm-hmm. And I think you described the what the show is perfectly, a mix between, you know, they're taking their podcast that has covers all these crazy fun uh, topics, and then kind of mixing it into a, giving it a, a scripted type sitcom feel. So right. they, you know, they're uh, there's they're hoping to they, you know get you some laughs out of it, but then also maybe throw a little science on you, right? Because like their boss, I forgot her name, but that's you know like a character. I don't think that's really their boss. Oh um, right, okay, yes, I was going to ask you about this Kent and Jerry and all these other characters, right? Because I I don't listen to the show on a regular basis, so I I you know for all I know. These people really are in the pod, are part well, of the they podcast. They exist but. in the like Jerry is their producer, but okay. I mean Jerry doesn't even talk, so I doubt she would agree to be on the show. I mean she, that's one thing people have been clamoring to get her, you know, to be a guest on the podcast, but she won't even talk on the mics. So, so who we're seeing on the show that rep- is just a, a actress portraying Jerry? Yes. Okay. So the only people that we actually see that are not actors are the stars, uh, Josh and... Well, some of the people sitting around that table were actual people like... Um, oh, okay. One, Kristen, she does mom stuff, and a couple of the others. So, like, they oh, pull okay. them in to just sit there. I mean, that's all they had to do in the room, so... Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, and uh, again, I guess... Since I had little knowledge about this stuff, you should know network. I unfortunately did not know for sure, but I was kind of curious. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I, what did you did you like it overall? Was it entertaining I, for you? I was entertained, and the best part is my wife, who introduced me to the podcast a couple of years ago, loves them. So mm-hmm. you know, it's something we can watch together. Which uh, the following is definitely not. So this one will <laughs> will be able to be watched viewed. That's, uh, simultaneously there. That's good. That's good. It will give you something new to watch. Yes. Yeah, I guess one of the problems I, I would probably have for myself is since I'm not our, like like your wife, I'm not already in love with these guys. You know what I mean? Not mm. not at the moment. 
because I haven't been listened to for a long time. Now, right. if you pick a podcast of with a group of people that I've been listening to for a long time and all of a sudden put on the television, I'm instantly going to be in love with it just because of the fact that it's people that I really already connect with very well. Right. Uh, so that's kind of a, a little bit different for myself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, th- I there is some definitely some entertainment think- value there. Did it, it feel like it moved fast, or were you just like, oh, come on already? I mean, um, you thought the episode hmm. moved pretty quick? I, I tell you what, I here's what I had a problem with it. Maybe it was just this first episode, because like I said, I only saw the one. It didn't take me long to where I was like thinking to myself, okay, the alien arm thing is 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 getting a little old really quick. Just because yeah. I just really wasn't like, it wasn't really working for me. I wasn't really buying the whole bit and everything too much. I was, I was almost, I was watching it, just thinking, okay, let's get to the interesting stuff about you guys producing podcasts. And then I realized yeah. I'm never going to really get that. <laughs> I, I, did I would have enjoyed the documentary version that you right. were discussing earlier. <laughs> I, I but, would, I would say because they went kind of a sitcom way, I would have liked a <clears throat> like most com- uh, sitcoms do an A and a B plot because it was just <clears throat> okay. them. On on this one subject, I was like, oh, it needs to be like you know something. I know it's a the whole thing is about the those two guys and their podcast, but I'm like, do 15 minute shorts if you're just going to be about the guys. Give me some other characters if you're gonna if I'm gonna watch the whole half hour. Mm-hmm. Well, and I yeah, because I don't want to take anything away from their podcast, which is no. clearly brilliant. I'm just a little. I do have some concerns that this will work as a television show. I right. mean, with the current way they're doing it, you know what I'm saying? And especially, okay, because I think they're trying the idea of having it partially a sitcom. Okay, I think to me that is them thinking, well, how can we make this more appealing? to you know a broader audience right and not just people right. who like podcasting i mean there's a lot of rumors going around recently that they think that there's at least 30 to 40 somewhere between 30 and 40 million americans that um or maybe they're talking about worldwide i don't know the people people that enjoy podcasting right well that's you know even though that's a nice large number but it's not the kind of numbers that if you are a television station would think about trying to tap into so I think the idea of having it as partly partially as some kind of funny sitcom is is them trying very hard to make it somewhat entertaining that where anybody would want to watch, even somebody who could care less about podcasts. Would you agree with that idea? Yes. Concept? I mean, it is kind of hard to be like, how do you make a podcast a TV show? I mean, you'd mm-hmm. have that problem with even like Leo Laporte, who Leo Laporte, who does a video podcast, sure, turning it into a sitcom. I don't think is going to work or, you know, Cliff's no. Ravencraft. I don't think his would really work or, you know, um, I mean, the only person I can think of is, um, oh, and I don't listen to him, but I know he's a huge podcaster is Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and that only will work because he is an actor. So, right. Joe Rogan. Uh, yeah. that's a great, great example because yeah. And he has a big enough audience. I mean, you're right. There's certain, there's certain podcasts that you could maybe consider doing that. Obviously, they have a big audience, so you know how mm. uh, st- stuff you should know is huge. So they have the big audience. Uh, if there's anybody you're going to take a shot at, this this would be one of them. Uh, the good news is for us podcaster and podcast lovers, by the way, is that uh, because television is trying to tap into it, this is good for us because they're recognizing that podcast has a 
pretty big media. I mean, has has some importance to the world in, in when it comes to media. Would you not right. agree with that? Definitely. One thing was I was surprised we were seeing uh, sitcoms developed. Some never made it on air. Some did mm-hmm. based on Twitter feeds rather than podcasts, which has been around longer. And I would assume have more subscribers than most of these Twitter people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how did the podcast, you know, finally the foot is in the door. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this leads to more um, discovery of people who do interesting podcasts or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's kind of my hope before, too. So to me, it's it's very positive for the podcasting world that there these things are happening for us in television. Uh, because I think you know all these networks are realizing that the world is changing when it comes to how people are receiving their media, what they're doing, and what they're listening to, and what they're watching. Because uh, if me and you were doing this podcast with a video feed, and you could be streaming this live, let's say, on your television – Granted, you might be going through some type of app or whatever, or maybe you're using a Roku box. But what I'm saying is is that if someone could be just watching it, because you think about, okay, ESPN, uh, mm-hmm. their big show in the morning, what is it called, Mike and Mike in the Morning? Yes. You can watch Mike and Mike in the Morning on there. They have the television show as well. Now, granted, it's just the radio show with yeah, them just... talking. But if mm-hmm. you think about it, how's that any different than the other sports show that you watch anyway on ESPN? I mean, Sports Center is just two people standing there giving you the news, right? So what's the difference right. if it's just, you know, so that same kind of concept is that if people could watch it be watching us live instead of just It'd listening essentially to us be the a same talk way. show. Right, if if me and you were on a particular network uh mm-hmm. for our show and they knew that every every Tuesday night at seven o'clock you know, what the watch is coming on. We can see what Chris and Jeremy are going to talk about today. And it was just me and you sitting in a studio with a bunch of, you know, nice equipment talking about television. Hey, why not? What's the difference between you know, watching that and some uh, TV show they had uh, about, uh, um, oh, what's the two big critics that used to have their own show? Um, um, well, um, the one passed away. Yes, the like, one, yeah, Cecil, Cecil and, or, oh, shoot. Roger Ebert and yes. um, Gene Siskel, I Siskel, believe. Siskel, right. What was the difference between that? I mean, it's the same kind of idea. So all mm-hmm. I'm saying is, is it's very exciting that uh, a podcast is getting getting a shot on television. I'm not sure, again, how this, this is going to work, um, but it, it's still it's, – it's, it's cool that they're doing it. That's for sure. Now, um, my wife and I watched the other episode, and it was – they got to do a ride-along with the police, and, of course – they're excited because they've done tons of podcasts about how CSI, you know, police stuff works. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, when they get there, it's nothing like that. They're just, you know, writing stuff down. They're doing paperwork. And there's like, what? where's like the blood spatter analysis? And where's this and that? And it's like, really, it's, you know, a simple case and da, da, da. And they're just trying to blow it up out of proportion. And it's much more sitcom-y because, they're, you know, the police just hate them because they're trying to do all this stuff and like no it's you know just this and that and whatever so Mm -hmm. Hmm. you know that one was a little more sitcom-ish and uh but again you know because as they're driving in the car they're talking about well you can determine this by this you know they're giving actual facts about Mm -hmm. how blood spatter analysis works or how dna works and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so Right. Well, I guess then it, now it's just going to be determined who. I mean, the good news is they're on the Science Channel. 
And yes. that is nothing against the Science Channel, because by the way, I love the Science Channel. But I, you know, I'm a very I'm a hardcore geeky kind of guy, so I I dig that stuff. That's that's a channel for me. Mm-hmm. So, but what I'm saying by that is is that it's a channel to where they don't have to get gigantic, huge numbers. No. You know what I mean? Uh, for them to do well, so they're that's one positive thing. So, how many? Uh, I don't know if you had to rate on stars. What do you think? I had to rate on stars. I would probably give it a three because, one, I enjoy the podcast, so you're already starting out with, like, two stars. And then three, it wasn't a complete train wreck. Like, I was kind of picturing. I was like, oh, no. They're going to get these two guys who are very funny on a podcast, but you don't know how well that's going to translate to them being actors, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So because they didn't do too bad of a job, they did pretty good, I'm like, oh, three stars, and – Bonus, I can watch it with my wife who loves watching that, so that's another thing we can add to our list. <laughs> Very, it's a good point. I I will give it. A, I'm gonna give it two and a half stars. And the only reason why I'm rating it so high because I I was honest. I said it really didn't. The the stuff wasn't really working too well for me. I you know mm-hmm. I was a little concerned that this is not going to be good. But I also bumped my rating up a little bit because I do love podcasting. I do like this these guys' podcast, so that kind of bumps it up a little bit for me too as well. But I do think that they need to kind of hone things a little bit better, uh, yeah. balance it all a little bit better. And I think if they do that, I think they at least hopefully will get enough big enough numbers for them to at least stick around on the Science Channel for a while. That's definitely. I mean, you know, um, they probably don't – when you think of some of the shows on cable, it's like – how did these even get made? So now that I actually have something that I find somewhat intelligent, I hope it sticks around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we'll just we'll have to see how it plays out that's, for them. I'm, that's I'm, why we watch these new shows is because we want to catch it at the beginning and see how it plays out. Exactly, exactly. Sometimes we're right about these shows, and sometimes we're wrong. I mean, look at uh, Anger Management. If you would have told me they would have got a second season, I would have said, uh, you are I know. full of it. When, but... They, they did. did. Mm-hmm. And now, again, now we were discussing it with this show, talking about being on the Science Channel, which definitely helps. I think you could also make a fair statement to say that that show is helped by the fact that it's on uh, – is it FX? Yes. So it's not on one of the major networks. You know what I'm saying? No. If it was on the major network, I think it would have failed. But, again, sometimes it's not – what you know. sometimes it's really important to just be in the right platform – uh, for use for yourself to have success, you know what I mean? Yes, um, totally. Because like when I heard, uh, I was like, "Anger management." That's not the Charlie Sheen one, right? And it was. I was like, "How is this coming back?" <laughs> so, no, it was. It's terrible. I, I've, I think one time I. This is way after me and you reviewed the the show. I mm-hmm. caught another one just out of the glance, and I'm like, stop for a second to watch a little bit. And I'm like, nope, it didn't get any better. And I no. <laughs> moved on to something else. Something else. <laughs> it was still pretty bad writing, I thought. So yeah. uh, I don't know, man. But hey, maybe people are just watching just because it's Charlie Sheen. You know, I don't know. I, I have a feeling he's like the main reason that show is still on the air. Right. But who knows? Maybe this will be their last season. But, yeah, uh, you never know. You never know. Nope. Let's talk about the series we're finishing up we're wrapping up these two shows all right let's talk about the feature series here we go joy's home wait i sense anger in that door slam (laughs) oh she threw her keys yeah she's pissed (laughs) 
That's the refrigerator. She's going for the wine. Oh, my God, she's not using a glass. Okay. All right, here she comes. Don't make eye contact and get small. I just happened to look up, and there it was, right there. Chills. I mean, just up and down your spine. His arms are really thick. He was tearing something out of the ground like a big tree. It is here. When you see it, you respect it. You leave it alone. Is Bigfoot out there? From Alaska. Sasquatches do exist. To Oregon. I definitely believe she saw something. To Florida. I got something coming at me on the therm right now. Each week, this expert team of true believers... I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. ...fans out across America. We've devoted our lives to this. ...and uncovers evidence... These are the best prints I've seen in my life. ...of this elusive legend. Was that you? I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Finding Bigfoot. New series, Sunday at 10, only on Animal Planet. Oh, well, so intense. That trailer is yeah. intense. It, That's from the original trailer, right? Yes. <laughs> if yeah, if you if you don't uh, if you're not feeling suspense after watching that or listening that trailer, <laughs> but if uh, you don't believe there's a Bigfoot out there, then right. I don't know what this trailer is doing. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good point. Oh, so who wants to go first? You want me to talk about the last few episodes that I watched of Bigfoot? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure where you are because the last one I watched was Louisiana, I believe. I did see the Louisiana episode. I I think I mentioned to you before everything got messed up with the Bigfoot thing. So I would I have no idea if me and you were watching the same episodes or not. But I just try to make sure I watch at least five. So the yeah. two the two I was going to mention is I saw Squatch Species. That was in the Washington area. I have no idea if that was a, a new episode or not. And then I also saw Be- Beacon for Bigfoot, which was in the Louisiana area. Yes. Now this okay. is going to be hard for you to believe, Chris, but they were almost the same episode. <laughs> did they? Did they find Bigfoot? No, nobody oh, found so Bigfoot. The show continues. Can you believe it? Show must go on. I mean, there was all kinds of audios and. Yes strange characters or strange creatures into the night or cgi bigfoots walking around yes but unfortunately chris they didn't catch one i'm so disappointed i'm sure they were just a hair away from catching one did they not know i was watching the show i mean couldn't they have worked it out to find one while i was watching my five episodes what's funny is my wife is a big ghost hunter fan Oh, yes, you mentioned that. she watches that show, and I always tease her. I'm like, oh, we're watching a rerun. She goes, no, it's a new episode. I go, no, it's a rerun. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. You know, and same thing with this show. Are we watching a rerun? I don't know, but I can tell you what's going to happen regardless. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I think actually we may have discussed this before because it's true. Both shows have very similar is that – you really you watch one you probably seen it all and I I'm not saying that to say okay everyone don't watch yeah. the show it's not that because like we we mentioned before it's still very entertaining enough to where if you're flipping around and you don't really know what to watch and you see it's on hey turn it on because you're gonna yeah. get a good laugh out of it that's for sure yes um, um what the heck was up these mysterious audios yeah. oh my god. They are just so – it's just too much. 
the one, okay, Squatch Species episode. <sighs> okay, so they have this audio, and it sounds like it could be just about anything. But right. then they get out on, so they're out in the field where supposedly, I guess, these people had captured this audio. And the guy, I don't know, I, I, I keep meaning to remember these guys' names, but I only remember, uh, is it Bilbo? Bil- Bobo. Bobo. I only remember yeah. him briefly. He's very memorable. So. Yeah, he's, he's is hard to forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one guy, one head guy, he, the one, he almost looks somewhat normal, but I can't think of his name. What is his name? Well, there's Matt, who's kind of the leader. Okay, kind of so character. it's Matt. It's Matt. Okay. So Matt's going. Matt's trying to get really detailed about this. He says, "We know, though. I know how it is when you're out here and it's and 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 you hear it live. It just echoes off the trees, and it's it's defying. I mean, you know, it's a you know, it's a squash when you hear it." And he's like, yeah, "I think this audio quality just is just not good enough to capture what it's really like." And I'm like, "Really, really? You're? I mean, come on, you're." The audio could be anything, buddy. It doesn't mean it's a Sasquatch. It could be anything. That's a huge thing. I listened to um, a podcast about Bigfoot called The Bigfoot Show. Um, Scott Harriet, who was on Tech TV, is on it. And they, the thing they, that they don't like about the Finding Finding Sasquatch, or the Bigfoot Show or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Finding Bigfoot. There we go. Um, Was that Matt and Bobo will either say it is a Bigfoot or not. They mm-hmm. will never say, I don't know. You know, where mm-hmm. as far as like Renee and um, uh, Cliff will sometimes say, we don't know from this picture or this sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Matt and, and Bobo, it's either a Sasquatch or it's not. They will not say it's anything. It's like, no, it's not one or yes, it is. They have to classify it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just, it's funny. It's funny, but it's yes. just, it's, it's frustrating too. Cause you're just like yelling at the TV going, you guys are idiots. Yes. <laughs> now I don't know if it was that episode or the Louisiana one, but there's another thing too. They have these night vision goggle things on, right? Mm-hmm. And he's standing there. I guess there was a big tree out there and he swears, oh, I think I see something out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like the video makes it look like there was something there, but then they go rushing out. The other guys go rushing out there by that tree and like, Oh no, there's nothing there. And he's like, I know I lost it. I can't see it. And I'm like going, I don't think you saw anything. Yeah. It's so funny. But, um, overall, Chris, after finishing watching it, I think I've, you could definitely tell I've seen enough to where I've mentioned over and over again. It is very entertaining. I think again, it's definitely one of those things. Junk food. It's you the know, junk food for television. That's yes. perfect, perfect saying, Chris. And if you are looking for a little junk food one night and you and you don't have anything, f- you know, and Bigfoot's on, fire it up because you, you'll definitely get a good laugh. Uh, yes, it, it's not it's not something that I'm going to be saying. Oh, this is a five star show. No, it is what it oh. is. It's it's a it it's is. a it's a hilarious, funny show about a bunch of people who have a way instead of devoting their lives to something important. <laughs> Yes. They're devoting their lives to Cliff finding a creature. Being a teacher to go yeah. on Bigfoot. Forget about doing something important for the world. Yeah. They're going to find Bigfoot, doggone it. But, hey, yes. more power to them because, hey, at least it gives us something to laugh about. And, and I um, appreciate you uh, suggesting to watch it. My um, wife walked in. I was watching. I was finishing up the Louisiana episode. Mm-hmm. And she walks in and goes, 
are those Girl Scouts? I go, yes. She goes, are they using Girl Scouts as bait for Bigfoot? I go, yes. And I could hear her roll her eyes standing behind me, you know, and I'm just like. Now, wait a minute. How does she I love not, this show. How does she not know Sasquatches probably do love Girl Scouts? They love Girl Scout cookies. Absolutely. You know? Who doesn't? Oh, why who doesn't? would Why would a Sasquatch not like? Come on. I mean, this is yeah. this made perfect sense to me. Oh. She's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't see this episode. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Well, anyway, I appreciate, Chris, you yeah. uh, letting me. I enjoyed the, the five episodes that I watch. I will probably see other ones. Yeah, because uh, they I'm run not gonna watch it all the time. Yeah, like I said, I'm not going to like watch it faithfully, but it's definitely something I will watch from time to time. That's they have enough sure. marathons that you can just catch it whenever. Yes. Now, did you see enough of Till Death where you might try to watch I, the uh, I finished um, first two seasons. So, oh I my goodness! So you have watched. You watch way yes. more than five. Yes, now, I will say that uh, clip that we had played earlier. I do remember that. That was well, so funny. It it worked because like oh, finally an audio clip from a TV show because everything <laughs> yeah. else you know relies on like the character making a funny face or something, and then you hear laughter. I'm like, that's gonna work. So. Yeah, exactly. But it was. Uh, Oh, that was so funny. He's like, he's like, oh my god, she didn't, get, she didn't get, she's not drinking with a glass. We're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody that's been married, and uh, this is nothing against my wife. I love her to death, of course. But mm-hmm. uh, when your wife is, uh, when she is really upset, uh, and she comes home and she's really upset, it doesn't take you long to know. Uh oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> look out, <laughs> prepare yourself. And uh, that clip was just. Uh, it was just a funny reminder, and granted, maybe my wife isn't anything like Joy, obviously, but right. uh, you know, she has her moments where she can be pretty fired up and uh, look out. <laughs> so, but uh, so did you? Uh, so you like the series overall? It sounds like yes, I did. I think it was the reason I didn't watch it initially. I just think there was some established shows that I watched during that time slot. Mm-hmm. So it was probably one of those things. And I just didn't give it enough shot to throw it on the DVR list. So, yeah, again, it wasn't like I had any personal, like, oh, I tried it, I didn't like it. It was more of like, yeah, I watched it every once in a while, but I had something else to do kind of thing. Sure. So, uh, Absolutely, yeah. And I, that, I have a, I've done that with a few shows, too. A good example of that is uh, The Big Bang Theory, which mm-hmm. I, it, I've been saying for a long time I should just go back, watch all the early episodes, but I, I've never really – sat down to do that but I eventually I probably will but whenever I you know occasionally from here and there I definitely will watch the show and every time I watch it of course I laugh so yeah uh, there's a there's from time to time those kinds of things happen in television where there's that one show it, like you said you, you come in and out of it it looked good from what you saw but then you, you know once you actually kind of commit yourself to it you realize wow this was a pretty darn good show um, and in this case it's one of those shows you go man too bad it couldn't have last longer you know but uh, that's how it, that's how it goes sometimes yeah i'm not sure why all the cast changes but i like the initial cast and i mean the replacement cast you know kind of changed the tone of the show but it was it still did. pretty decent and it wasn't bad exactly they, they filled in okay but you're right it would have been nice if they kept everyone on there yeah. and i think i mentioned to you the, the a little bit of the backstory about that i know that uh they really were hurt big time from the whole uh writer strike that happened uh hmm. during that time period i know that hurt them and i know that uh, basically the since there was a bit of a drought there before they started shooting new uh newer episodes uh, by that time, they kind of like basically could not lock up 
uh, everyone else uh, to back to come back, or they wanted more. They just they just could never work it out, unfortunately, and so they had to mix things up a little bit. And that's a, that's a shame, but uh, you're right. Overall, even the new people that came in later on were still pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Now, what Definitely. are we going to be covering next time? I know what we're covering, one of the shows we're covering on the Double Blind. Yes. Um, I'm not sure what you've picked for me. So I still, okay, as far as these featured series, you're right. I need to pick something for you. You okay. pick something for me, but should we mention what we're going to, one of the shows um, we're covering on the Double Blind? I hope um, – we can get the Americans on FX. I hope to watch that. Absolutely. 80s Old War Spy. I believe that's coming up very soon, isn't it, Chris? Yes, the 31st? it's like the end of the month or something, yeah. I think I heard the 31st. So that's a, If that's correct, uh, that'd be a week from now. So we should, uh, here in another week or so, be able to come back and uh, cover some of Now, are we going to cover the show? Is it, I know the word zeros in it, uh, with uh, the guy that was on ER stars in it. But it looks really yes. good. It looked really interesting. We definitely want to cover that one, too, because I saw a promo for that, and I was like, is this like National Treasures or something? I don't know what it is, but I'm intrigued. Yes. The the promo at least got me wanting to watch the first episode. Okay. Well, well I, I, I've i mentioned I still need to pick out a, a ser- feature series for you, but uh, go ahead. I, you want to tell everybody what uh, I'm going to be watching? You're going to be watching something that's not even on um, the BBC America yet. It's called oh, Mooney Boy. It's M-O-O-N-E-B-O-Y, and um, it stars our favorite Irishman, Roy, who okay. well, doesn't really star it. it. It features him. He is the invisible best friend to this 12-year-old boy, and it's just kind of like, you know, this boy, it's just, uh, well, he's, he's just not the most popular kid in school or whatever. So, um, Oh, so it's about me. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and there's only six episodes, so you can get through all but one episode real easy. Okay, so it's definitely on the British networks then, right? Yeah, it's actually an Irish show, but I believe the BBC carries it or something. So, Is this uh, something that everyone out there in the world can get their hands Not on? Not yet. It will be coming, though. Oh, my goodness. So we are going to be previewing something uh, that's not even available yet. This is exciting. Okay. Wow. You can tell everyone if you should be watching out for it or not. Yes, this is very exciting. Okay, but uh, obviously you have means for me to be able to watch this then. <laughs> yes, I was able to get my hands on some. and Cool. Really, I mean, if it was on a Region 2 DVD, I'd pick it up sure. and just use it. But I'm waiting for it because I did enjoy the series. Again, it's only six episodes, so I can't wait for it to be available here in the U.S., Okay, well, very good. Well, I've got my homework out for me, then. I need to figure out what you're going to watch. Uh, but uh, I would think here, like you said, in the next week or so, we can get back together and and cover mm-hmm. some more stuff. Yes, definitely. All right. So, um, you can contact us at feedback at whattowatchpodcast.com, and you can leave us a review in iTunes, and you can... Also catch Jeremiah, you just put out a new episode of the Mad Men podcast. Yes, that's right. Mad Men uh, is madmenpodcast.com. You can find that podcast there. I listen to it on my commutes, and it's really good. I, I like listening to yours and a couple others on my commute that I know the show. It's not like I'm learning anything new with it. Right. Because you guys were reviewing an episode I'd seen. Sure. I was like, oh, this is fun. So. 
Yeah, exactly. We've been yeah we've been reviewing old episodes at the moment, but we are going to be, of course, season six just was announced uh, that it's going to be on April seventh. So we'll be re- re- reviewing some new episodes coming up in April. So that's something to get very excited about. Can't wait for that. Yeah, uh, we may have to cover the season premiere or something, or at least talk about it. See what if if it lived up to our expectations. Yeah, we could definitely mention it here on this podcast for sure. Yes. So um, you can find us on the Twitter at Dr. Quest and J Panhorse. Yep, you can find me at J Panhorse. That's correct. Or Mad Men Podcast. Is that the whole Twitter feed line? Oh, yeah. If Well, as far as fi- following that podcast, it's a Mad, uh, Mad Men Cast on Twitter. Mad Men Cast. Okay. Yep. I, didn't, I thought it was a little too long. Okay. So Mad Men Cast, mm-hmm. J Panhorse for Jeremiah and me. You can follow me, Dr. Quest, and I tweet from every – like the other podcasts I do with my wife, you'll get updates about that from there Very and good. everything. So that's how you contact us, and we will see you guys fairly soon. All right. See you later, buddy.